Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. Kevin's eyes look insane, but he's got new hair. Virginia is a witch, and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show podcast. Hello, and welcome to Friday. This is KBJ After the Show podcast. Hello, everyone. Got a big old Super Bowl weekend going on. One of the things we were talking about on the regular show today was how many people go and get a flat screen TV to watch the Super Bowl on for their big old party, and then they take it back on Super Bowl Monday, the day after. In fact, a lot of places are trying to accommodate. Others are trying to shut down on the return policy so that kind of stuff doesn't happen. Because it might, uh, at that point, it's just kind of like a rent-to-own kind of thing. And uh, Michael said... Yeah, when you're talking about that, I used to work at Aaron's when I was younger, and Super Bowl week saw a lot of people coming in to uh, get stuff. Tents, TVs, recliners, surround sounds. I even delivered seven TVs and 15 recliners to Bev Smith, uh, the lady that owns Kia, and a few other car dealerships. It took all day to deliver and set up, and we just picked it up the following Monday. I'd recommend anybody to go to a place like Aaron's or rent a center for temporary things like that. Even if it's something like a bed for guests visiting, in my opinion, it's worth it to not go through the hassle of purchasing something, setting it up, then loading it back and returning it. Big TVs used to be only like 30 to $40 a week. Now for something I used to buy in return, I was very poor and I was broke when I first got to Florida. So I buy work shoes from Walmart and then return them before 90 days and say that they didn't fit so I could get a new pair. So I had a restaurant job. I need the shoes and we go through them pretty quick. So. I felt bad about uh, messing up the system, so that's why I give a suggestion here on what to do so people don't. Because it is. It's it's a, a fringe. It's on the twinge of dishonesty. It, if you know you're not buying it, and then you're going to funk it up, and then you get... To me, clothes are the worst. If you know you're going to return yeah. some clothes, and you got all over your crotch. It was happening a lot on Amazon, I think, is the platform people were talking about. And they've changed their policies, I think, a bit and tightened them up some because a lot of people were doing that, especially at the close. It's funny. There's certain stories you'll bring up that stick with me. And the one that I it always sticks with me, you know, we always talk about the poop ice from the fast food. But now when I go to stores, I see clothing and I want to try a shirt on, or I go, nope, do not try that on until you go home and wash it, because there's probably fecal matter. If you're lucky, that's all. People are nasty. They are nasty. And they will literally wipe their privates with clothes. I just, 
I think humans are gross, and sometimes they don't even know what's on them. Mm. They don't know how gross they are. They try a shirt on at Walmart, they put it back on the rack, and yeah. now you've got their DNA. Yeah, no, that's true. You. Yeah, I mean, just putting something on pretty quick. You're getting the oils and funks and mites and all that kind of stuff you're you got on your skin. You're lucky if all you get is skin cells. That's always a terrible game when you're lucky if it's just poop. You know what I mean? That's yeah. funny. You know, like, oh my gosh, what kind of world am I in? Mm-hmm. So much fluids. The other thing for the Super Bowl is going to be the food. Probably the biggest thing, actually. More people, I think, are into food than they are into the actual game. We were just having a conversation about that in the lobby because before you commit to a party, I think it's fair to ask, hey, what's on the menu? Yeah, no doubt. And uh, we did our draft today based on the Super Bowl foods that you would find at a party. Each got a team of three. You can go to our Facebook or Instagram and vote on who did the best. Picking that out, we'll have the results Monday morning at 730. Yesterday was National Pizza Day, and Stephanie said thanks to Jaybird for introducing me to that WAP, wet-ass pizza. I decided to make my own and tried extra sauce, and what a life changer. I loved it. I made two pizzas, one with half cheese, half meat, and another with half meat, half veggies. Not sure if you're a fan of baby bok choy, but I made some in the oh, fridge. I you love like baby bok choy. Okay, that's uh, her pup who is obviously interested in that WAP pizza I, she got I, there on the counter. I love your email very much. I think it's awesome. And the whole wet pizza, the WAP, the wet-ass pizza, as I say, started by getting daps, dry-ass pizza. There was a big <laughs> thing where I'd order a regular pizza, and that shit was Sahara Desert. And I found when I would get the extra sauce, it kind of made it normal. Right. But I will say, if you do get extra sauce, obviously be prepared with a motherfucker who's got a very heavy hand. And that's fine. Rather have a heavy hand than a light hand. Yeah, and I, I know I get a lot of shit anytime I post anything about pizza, because I always do cheese with, with the extra sauce and not a lot of toppings. Toppings kind of change the whole game to me. If you put pepperoni mm. on a pizza or green peppers or whatever your poison is, it really does kind of change the entire okay. game. Totally. I felt personally, cheese pizza, you can at least, the basics, and everyone knows what a cheese pizza tastes yeah, like. right. And that's why I give the critiques on the cheese. Yeah, it's easiest to do it that. Is. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not a pizza expert. I'm a pizza lover. Uh, people get it twisted. Hector said, y'all doing sour cream wrong. He said, uh, I heard you guys don't like sour cream. I'm sorry. I'm going to talk shit, but come on, white people. I love sour cream. Don't throw that my way. That was me and Bird that said that. Oh, sour cream on everything makes it better. Hector said, uh, you are right about one thing, though. Eating plain sour cream is nasty ASF. In the Mexican households, sour cream is a big deal for us, especially on enchiladas, dorados, enchiladas verdes, tacos, dorados, etc. Put the sour cream in a bowl, add milk, but not to the point where it's watered down. Then you add a couple pinches of salt to give it flavor. You stir it and you taste it till you find the right spot. Make sure not too much salt and not too much milk. You don't want it to be salty and too watery. You got to stir it, find the right taste. Um, a recipe for Michoacana Mexicana Mama. I I think uh, the way you're doing it is right because you're you're doctoring up, and of course, if you doctor anything up, the uh, the people would say, "Is it sour cream at that point?" When you're adding all this shit to make it so good, 
It's sour cream with a twist now. Yeah, mm. and yeah, my Mexican mom raised me loving sour cream. I love it. She put it on everything. I think I like it sparingly. It's not that I, I hate it so much. I just think I was eating a lot of it. It was a lot. Sometimes people can go too big on the sour cream, and it kind of ruins it. You ever had it on the cheesecake at Cheesecake Factory? They put it on top of a cheesecake, and it is so good. Hmm. Kind of okay. different way to enjoy it. Yeah, I'm sure if you took sour cream and then you put cheese in there and you mm. put some seasoning in there, then you slow yeah. it down. Yeah, yeah, that that would be amazing. But at that point, is it really sour cream? Right. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I guess the reason why I don't, I don't do a lot of dairy these days, and I had stayed away from it because I thought it was unnecessary, you know, calories and whatnot. Unnecessary dairy. Yeah. So mm. I, I I don't know that I despise it. I wouldn't say that, but I, I don't eat it for mainly that reason. Things can get real hairy when you eat some unnecessary dairy. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It doesn't make you farty. It's nothing about that. Speak for yourself. I was talking to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll blow the roof off the place. One other thing maybe to pay attention to for your Super Bowl party, because one person was saying today that they had had somebody that was at Total Wine. They had a whole pallet of Bud Light, Miller Light, you know, just how much booze they had. But it sounded like it was basically a lot of beer. They say you might want to check to see what everybody's going to be drinking if you're providing the booze for your Super Bowl party because for the first time ever, liquor sales has passed beer sales. Wow. Spirits made up 42.1% of all alcohol sales in the U.S. last year compared to 41.9% for beer. Beer has been falling off, and people are going more with the liquor. I don't know why that would be. Because we're stressed and we need a bigger buzz. The other thing, too, is beer. I used to drink a lot of beer. Yeah. It's so many calories, man. Yeah. I was drinking five or six. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you're going to get turned, you have a six-pack or something. It's fucking 1,500 calories. Right. I went from being craft beer guy to now liquor guy. It's, for me, pretty much only vodka tequila with a little red wine mixed in, usually just on the weekends. And it's helped me keep the weight off because the craft beer pack, I didn't realize how much weight. It was slow, but I go out on a Saturday and, you know, kill seven or ten yeah. craft beers. And gosh, that's a lot of calories, man. Boy, a little vodka, a little red wine together. That, I, that's, a, that's a recipe for the hornies. Yeah. That would give me the hornies. Yeah. <laughs> Watch just, out, Denny's. He's horny. Yeah. Look <laughs> out. If you see Bird drinking wine, he's real horny. <laughs> <laughs> so I get that. That might be part of it. I think people are a little bit more health conscious. And also, the good thing about spirits is you don't have to glunk down a lot of liquid to get the relaxation that you're looking for. A shot of whiskey and then put some music on, and I'm kind of right where I need to be. Good to go. <laughs> yes. Wine is a distant third behind spirits and beer, though. They're at 42 and 41% respectively, and wine is down at 16% for you, total revenue. You guys are the wine wankers on the show. <laughs> you guys love it. I love it all. I don't discriminate. <laughs> you don't love whiskey, though? I, I do not love whiskey, but I can find anything that I like in a bar. Yeah, there's there's not much that I discriminate against. Even if you have one of those places where they don't have the the real license, they can just serve beer or wine. You can get down. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'm fine with that. Liquor licenses are expensive, so I understand why some places can only do beer and wine. Am I impressive if I do this at a wine place? Yes, sir. I'll take a a hodgepodge of your finest. Make it a good year. 
Yeah, you sound like you're just <laughs> gibberish, no. babbling nonsense. <laughs> hey, it's Jay Bird. Oh, boy, chicken seafood's got all the great deals going on, especially for you coconut shrimp lovers. Five coconut shrimp, one side, and two fritters. Mm-mm-mm. And they've got the homemade crab cakes for all you crab cake lovers. People drive counties and counties for the Bud's Chicken and Seafood Crab Cakes because they nail it. Online ordering. They can do pickup or delivery through their website, budschicken.com. Bud's Chicken and Seafood, they are amazing. Don't forget, try the bird sauce and the corn fritters. (laughs) This might be your speed, Jaybird. There's something out there called a Borg. It is a new trend, especially yes. you can see it on TikTok. My daughter and her friends, when they underage drink, are doing borging. Okay. Borging is an acronym that stands for Blackout Rage Gallon. B-O-R-G. Borg. Blackout Rage Gallon. What it is, is you will go out and fill up a gallon jug with a colorful liquid, typically making basically a lazy mixed drink or a jungle juice. You get a plastic gallon jug that's partially filled with water. You add in whatever amount of vodka you want. Then you add color, like using one of those Mio things and a little bit of flavor. And then the last step, apparently, is to give your Borg a name, and you write it on the side with a Sharpie, like, Chairman of the Borg. (laughs) Okay. Or I like big Borgs and I cannot lie. All Those right. Those kind of things. So Insubordinate. That's, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> a blackout rage gallon. Curious Borg. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the man with the yellow hat. The, uh, are you supposed to black out with it? Is that No, no. You, we you, don't promote black. Blacking out is awful, We do way. not promote blacking out. If I, you I, can have one cup from the Borg and be fine, which is what I think a lot of them, at least the ones that are doing it right, are doing. God, yeah. Bla- blacking out's not cool. No. <laughs> That's why we have big problems. Yeah, true. Well, Mel has a problem all to herself with her boyfriend. She said, my long-term boyfriend doesn't ever want to cook. So if I don't cook, we end up going out for dinner. But you know what? I get kind of burnt out on that. And there's just a lot of times, especially when I get home late and I'm beat, where I just want to eat at the house. And when he does cook, he makes what he wants. And sometimes it's not to my liking. And he doesn't even ask what I want. So that's why he doesn't want to cook, because I've complained a few times. All I'm asking is for him to cook once a week, and that rarely happens. He's very generous. It's not a deal breaker by any means. And I guess you can't teach an old dog new tricks, right? He hates cooking. He does not like to do it. Yeah, should it's I be going been, about this a different way? It's never been in his DNA. It's it's ne- never been something that's ever been on his radar. Yeah, I, I will tell you the, the one thing I have learned through time and in relationships, be careful about putting expectations on people. And people are going to be who people are going to be. And you have to either learn to love them for who they are or you need to learn to find someone else. The way I look at it, if I knew, if I was, if I was with somebody and I knew she hated cooking, I knew it was not her jam. I'm not going to ask her to do that for me because I know that she's uncomfortable doing that. Yeah, he don't like to cook. If you could make it fun, and he was like, "I like this thing. I'm, I'm glad that you made me aware of this. Give me a suggestion. I'll work on making the best recipe and the best version of that I can." Unless he shows that kind of willingness, you're only going to build up resentment and frustration in your relationship with it. It sounds like he's awesome because you said he's great and he, he's a great guy. I think that's what you said. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it, it's good. Honestly, there's hey, if you got somebody and they can check out the boxes on eight out of ten things. 
consider it good. You know, you're kind of winning in the game. You're not going to find no, there's no perfect human. Well, that's true. I give, oh, go ahead. You have to look at somebody and go, okay, you know what? They're 75% awesome. Yeah. I'll take it because the last guys were oh, 30% awesome. Right. So 75% awesome is great. Nobody is perfect. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're on the verge of building up resentment in your relationship all because of this meal. And if you can talk to him about it one more time, say, hey, it would mean a lot to me if you could do this and we could make this fun. Um, and if he's not receptive and it doesn't happen, I would just kind of let it go because it's it's not going to be good for your relationship. And don't make big deals out of things that shouldn't be big deals. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of women, but some men too, but a lot of women do this. And you get hung up on making something a big deal. Take a step back and go, is this really that big of a deal? Yeah. It's not. Right. Get DoorDash, hooker. I, I do love cooking, though. I think cooking for somebody can be romantic because and sexy you love and it. fun. And you have the passion. You could, you could turn it into sex games while you're cooking. No, you could. You could have a lot of fun. Having f- the kitchen is an aphrodisiac, my friends. But enough about what you and Denny's do. Oh, Denny's could not handle this ass. <laughs> 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 Nobody on this show could. <laughs> <laughs> Got a note here from Steve on Spook Hill. Said yesterday on the ATS, Jaber was coming down on Spook Hill. He sounded confused, though, about what the concept of the attraction is. And maybe Shocking. that's why. It just feels like you're rolling backwards uphill. He said, if you just rolled downhill, putting your car in neutral, then yes, that would be lame. But I guess it feels like you're rolling backwards as you're going uphill. So you're pointing uphill and you're like, I should feel like, and I don't know. And I, I, I did explain it very quickly and I didn't have all the details. I knew what it is, and I still think it's lame. It's mm-hmm. not worth even if it even if yeah. it does that. I think it's just a waste of time to go up there. His recommendation would be marrying together, not only going to Spook Hill, but going to nearby Bach Tower, which is an amazing Florida landmark and awesome gardens, or put it in there too with the Florida Strawberry Festival, which is going to be happening here soon in nearby Plant City. They got a really great lineup of performers. This year, from country stars to ludicrous. I love it. No, great email. Good stuff. I, mm-hmm. I, I do want to look into that. If you do want to meet uh, uh, us up with a weird whatever uh, week this weekend, Blue Anchor, 2 p.m. tomorrow, we're going to be there. Okay. And then we're going to go. I keep forgetting the other name. It's Sheehan's, but it used to be the Red Lion. Correct, Kevin? Yeah, yeah it was the uh, Red Lion. I do remember that. Yeah, we're going to go with Blue Anchor because it's got a lot of history. We're going to do a little video there. Then we're going to do one at the Red Lion, which is now Sheehan's. Both of them supposedly very haunted, Kevin. Okay, very haunted. That's what I've heard. And I heard it was kind of a more malevolent, demonic type of spirit. Oh, damn. We're there to do some videos, but we would love to have some drinks with the good people and hang out. Because if if you want to come on by, we'll be there to meet the people. If not, we'll be doing a video for social media. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. If you do want to go check out that uh, Florida Strawberry Festival that is uh, coming up, it looks like the week of like March 2nd. In fact, that uh, Thursday night, Walker Hayes, you know, the Applebee's song guy. Oh, yeah, they got me like Applebee's on a Friday. Oreo shake and the chili's better. Chili's is better than Applebee's. Why did he pick Applebee's? Because it's more country. It's more country, yeah. Uh, Applebee's and Cracker Barrel and all that kind of stuff. It's in with them little small southern towns. Shit, drinking some, some pink lemonade. 
Yeah. Cornbread. Yeah. Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> it does, yeah. So about the word apple, man. It love them Southerners love apples, man. The following night at the Florida Strawberry Festival, they got Willie Nelson on stage. Ooh. Who just won a Grammy. Where is yeah. this? This is the Florida Strawberry Festival that happens in Plant City. And what day is Willie? March third. Damn. Friday night. You know, I need to see Willie. Okay. Can you give us a taste of uh, On the Road Again right now? On the Road Again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. <laughs> I mean, you're, yeah. you're doing it better justice than you did at karaoke. Life I love is making music with my friends. Was, yeah. uh, I always loved when we would do cocktails and karaoke, <laughs> and we would all give each other a look when you knew you were about 15 to 20 seconds into and a it's song. it's working. Oh, uh, yeah. this is fucked up. <laughs> Abort. Make, make sure you, you pot this down, Dennis. Yeah. Fuck you. This one's for you, Willie. <laughs> Fuck you. That's what you should say to the audience. Hey, what's up, everybody? Fuck you. This is for you, Willie. I know this sucks, but fuck y'all. I'm saying it anyway. That's how you start a fight. Oh, I agree. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All their artists you got there at the Florida Strawberry Festival. Hailstorm, they're a rock band Friday night. Sarah Evans, a country star, is there on Saturday. Luda, Chris. Okay. He's doing Saturday night. Luda. I had a big old crush on Sarah Evans back in the day. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, she did some of that old school country, She right? did. She was yeah. big in the 90s and early mm-hmm. 2000. Uh, you've also got Chris Young. He's a big country star. He's going to be there on Sunday. Josh Turner also. He's going to be there on Monday. So it looks like, man, this thing goes on yeah. for like two weeks. I see you work in Strawberry Festival. Not bad. Aaron Tippin, Sammy Kershaw, some country artists there. CeCe Winans going to be there. Tanya Tucker. Tanya Tucker. They got some of them 90s country artists we like. You know I love a 90s country karaoke. Yeah. And then the following weekend, damn, the thing's still going on. Train is playing Friday, March 10th. Oh, shit. Sawyer Brown on that Saturday. Dang, okay. So this thing is uh, legit. And then Leonard Skinner on <laughs> oh, Sunday, March I mean, 12th. The Strawberry Festival is coming on hard. It's, it's going, going rise again. It is going off. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's quite an impressive little shindig. Yeah, it there. is. How about that? Okay. All righty. So uh, a couple other things we got here. John sent this in. He said, the other day on What Did I Lick, did Jaybird ever find out from Panda if that cock ring was used or new, and did he ever put it on? Sure was funny watching him <laughs> chew on that thing and listen to V saying it was new. I think she was lying. <laughs> now, Panda, off the air, talked to me, and he wouldn't lie to me. He said he's never put that thing on his dick. I told him to put it on, and he wouldn't. Because he's not a fucking maniac like my 
friend over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you wouldn't have minded a little panda cock in the mouth. I guess if I had to lick a ring of that, of those sorts, yeah. I, I mean, panda would have been okay eh, with. You're okay with yeah. that one. I'm not pumped, but I'm not. It's not going to wreck my world to where I'm like, oh my gosh, holy shit. So who would be on your list of acceptable secondary dick juice? <laughs> I mean, honestly. Anybody in this room. On the show. Okay. Yeah. You know, right. your, your Virginia's dick is fine. Uh, okay, yeah. suits. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you guys are like my family. Right. It's hard. Not, not to say I can't get grossed out by my family, but y'all are my your brother. Y'all your my, brother? Well, Does he make the no, list? No, that, because that, 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 that's incestual now. That's, oh, okay, that's, yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> this is, you know, friends. This is all right. Yeah. But I'll take your brother. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Stick to this with my dad for a while, please. Oh, I mean, your juicy daddy's all offering right. up some uh, dick juice. No, Good stop Lord. it, Bert. Stop it. Good Lord. Yeah, I know. That's your girl. Yeah. You hired her. You found her. You recruited her. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now I'm like herpes. You can't get rid of me. Yeah. You can't. Good luck. <laughs> What did you say about Panda? The only way he's getting out of this relationship is if he dies. Yeah, same goes for you two. Hate to bring it up to you, the Kevin Ralston. I know. You have to kick it. You have to die. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin will be dying smiling. (laughs) Finally, surrender. Sweet death. I've been waiting for you. My long-lost friend. Get the fuck in here, Grim Reaper. (laughs) Why didn't you take so long? The man drank like that. He wants to die. (laughs) When? (laughs) Oscar and Vero said, the other day I was listening to an old podcast and I heard you, Kevin, read one of my emails in which I was trying to explain how my mind is wired regarding women's feet. I was shocked to hear how Bird mocked, shamed, and even compared me to a serial killer. What are you talking Damn. about? Wait, 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 what are you talking about? Out of everybody on the show, how ironic is it that the weird guy didn't understand my fetish? I happen to think a high percentage of guys are into feet, but most won't admit it. When have I ever said dudes are not into feet? And when have I ever said foot fetishes are weird? I said when people act like they're weird and they act all creepy, that's when the foot fetish community looks bad. You have defended toe loving. You have come down on being bizarre about it. Yeah. foot. Don't I, be weird. Foot fetishes are a very common thing. I think a lot of, a lot of guys like it. Yeah, Oscar, provide a date on that so we could... Uh... Uh, check the work. There might, there has to be something else attached to that story mm. in a, a side conversation. I, of course, people that get down on feet. I just noticed when people get down on feet, the ones that hit up Virginia, they go too far and they make it creepy, mm. and they give that whole stigma of foot people are creepy, which I do not think they are. So, no, uh, not I, generally by nature, but sometimes by your actions, you can come off creepy if you take it too far. Definitely did not mean to foot shame you, my friend. That was not my intention. Oscar said, I just think it's the animal inside of us, kind of like how dogs will smell each other's butt or how my dog <laughs> will take my dirty underwear, sock, or shoe to his bed when I leave the house. I mean, there are dudes that are into butt stuff. Yeah, dude, we think get it. that butt stuff is dirtier than feet. We get it, Oscar. You want to fuck some feet? It's all good. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. A tall vodka is delicious. You know, there's one thing this show is an expert on, and that's drinking and partying. And if I tell you it's a good vodka, my gosh, it's a good vodka. A tall vodka is a crisp citrus finish, which I love. I love lemon. And they give back a portion of proceeds to autism charities. So go pick up some for the big game this weekend. A toll vodka. Grab it at Singer Island Liquors or go to mashandgrape.com for a toll vodka. And he said, bird fess up. You're in feet also. I love feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. You want to get a hold of these pigs over here? Mm. You want to drink some of this in? Not so much your feet. 
In fact, I don't know if I want anything that you got. I'm going getting my on. website ready. Uh, WitchnoseCutetoes.com is coming. Really okay. Roll, really rolls off the tongue. It's kind of a long Witchnosecab.org. <laughs> witch no, it's Witchnose Cute Toes. Okay. Right. Or do maybe you, I'll put the cute toes first. Let me work it out. Do you like does does that have a ring to it? Cute toes, witch nose? If you did the whole witch thing and then you started doing you started str- uh, never mind. It's getting weird. But yeah, <laughs> if you got <laughs> I'm looking for a creative director. Come on in, boo. <laughs> I see you working. Well, there's a whole broom thing. Dangle that- oh, broom with the feet and the nose and the, yeah. yeah. Someone wants to collaborate. Mm-hmm. Show them feet off for Oscar. <laughs> Oscar is a small paywall, but if you want to jump in, let's go. Katarina said to Virginia, I remember you saying that when Mags turns 18, you're going to spill the beans about her dad, and I cannot wait. Can <laughs> you give hints on what's to come and the divorce you did sign paperwork saying you wouldn't talk about him on there, or did you? I guess she's asking. She said, I've been dying for this information since you said it like a year ago. Oh, boy. So she's looking for insight there. So did I you? I want to. And, uh-huh. you know, I just might, but I might save it for a live show. Oh, okay. Where you can only get it by being there. Okay. But, yeah, it's pretty juicy. All right. I just don't want to hurt Mags. That's my thing. Yeah. That's the only thing. I don't care about him. F him. All day and twice on Tuesday. You heard him all you want, huh? But I care about Magnolia, and I care about causing her stress, and I don't want to hurt my baby. Gotcha. So, yeah, I'll probably still do it. (laughs) (laughs) Ratings, bruh. Yeah. Ratings, bruh. Uh, Kimberly said here, uh, now that football season is coming to a close after this weekend, there's been lots of TV talk, and I know you're going to give The Last of Us a chance, but I have another recommendation that I think Jason especially may be more into. It's called Station Eleven. It's also on HBO. It's a post-apocalyptic show that follows a traveling theater. They flash back to the present, but not too much to where it makes your head spin. The character development and relationships are phenomenal and intertwine in such momentous ways that it's impossible to turn off. There is only one season of it so far, and I'm unsure if they will have a second season, but it's worth it to even just watch the one. Okay. I love it. I love when the people give me recommendations. Y'all about 97% Rotten Tomatoes with with knowing what I like. So Mm -hmm. I, I do love the suggestions. Thank you. And Michael said, I heard you talking about Mel Gibson, and I wonder if you've ever seen Professor and the Madman. It came out a couple years ago. He plays James Murray, who wrote the dictionary and covers his journey trying to write the first dictionary, which is a crazy, elaborate process. Sean Penn is also in it. I know Mel isn't a good dude, but I can separate the art from the artist. I know that can be controversial, though. I'm curious, can KBJ do the same? For example, Kevin Spacey is my favorite actor, even if he did terrible things. I still love the movies he's been in, but a co-worker thought I was the worst human ever for thinking his movies are still good and that I'd still choose to watch them. But if KBJ is interested, I recommend The Professor and the Madman. Um, yeah, you know, for me, it I would say it it depends. I'm I'm not all high and mighty and... Oh my gosh, I, you know, a lot of times I do a pretty decent job of being able to separate, but there are some things that happen where it's just, you know, I, there's no going back for me, but I would, I would say it's rare. And I don't know when I've ever 
deleted a song or refused to watch a TV show or a movie because there was a sinister person in it. Well, the way I look at it, why do I have to not watch the movie? Because Dick Face Spacey ruined it for everybody. What about all the other people that crushed it in the movie, that made the yeah, movie? That's a great point. You're, gonna, you're not, not going to watch it and support yeah. them because he fucked up? I don't think that's fair. Yeah. No, I, I, and I, I also don't that. think it's fair to make your coworker feel guilty for liking something either. I don't either. Fuck it's just, here. Don't come down on me. With yeah. your, you know, well, can we yourself. just fight about things that actually matter? <laughs> like, yeah, I bet you anybody, if you look in that person's closet, they're doing horrific shit in their life. <laughs> yeah. I uh, thought there's a funny little meme that Chris sent in. Uh, me, will you teach me about history? The History Channel responds, best I can do is a three-hour documentary about Bigfoot. <laughs> I love it. It is kind of interesting. Some of the stuff that you'll see on the History Channel now, you're going, "Wait, what does this have to do with history?" Hmm. Oh yeah. Well, it's kind of like MTV. What does it have to do with music? They realize what I've been telling you for a long time. History is boring. Bull- no, it's not. Shit. It does so well. First of all, oh, you went in that YouTube world. It does very well on YouTube. Jeez, <laughs> history's boring. I love to get you. Oh when- man, I'm, <laughs> I'm listening to a really solid podcast right now. Uh, it's called History That Doesn't Suck because I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to Boston for uh, St. Patty's Day weekend, which is awesome. And I've never been to Boston, and so I'm doing a deep dive all the Revolutionary War stuff. Which a lot of it, Boston was the tinderbox. Man, they were some spicy motherfuckers at that time. You need to make sure you talk to Chip from Little Smiles. Yeah. I actually, when I saw him at the party, I'm like, dude, come with us, man. That'd be great. Oh, I, my gosh. He'd be the best tour I guy. I know. I think he's got something going on, but Aww. we've done road trips together, and we get turned. I we love traveling with Chip and yeah. his wife. They are fun they are. travel yeah. buddies. There's not a lot of people you can travel with. They make it fun, and he knows Boston so well. That's his hood. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of doing my own, but I'm I'm listening to that. It's a very solid podcast, and man, let me tell you some fascinating stuff that you're just like, wow! I I you know new revelations for me that I'd found uh, out. I, I'm, I'm stuck in the World War II era right now. Okay, it, it really coincides with a lot of UFO stuff that I'm uh, ah, studying. That's where I really started to go down. Yeah, oh, 1947 yeah. is Roswell, right? Yeah, I was yeah. just uh, looking at the first UFO. The, mm-hmm. the the first one, the picture that they took that they really thought was legit, and there's still debate about it. Yeah. But it's very clear. Right. It's uh, it's cool looking. Okay. Okay, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm checking my calendar. I'm <sighs> I, getting I my shopping list ready. I don't get how people don't think about aliens or <laughs> where we come from or the you. I just don't get how people don't think about that shit. I'd I, be fine if I never had to think about it again. I think about it so often. I think it hinders me. <laughs> well, you know... You were talking about like the uh, you'd sent me an email about the UFOs over Washington that had happened. And you're like, how do people not talk about this story more? You know, uh, so many eyewitnesses seeing unidentified flying objects over the nation's capital. That seems to be problematic. I mean, we did talk a lot about a Chinese weather balloon. Uh, <laughs> over the last couple of days, that seemed to get a lot of attention. Is it a weather balloon now? I thought it was a spy balloon. It's a weather balloon with 97 missiles on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have, I'm just kidding. No, I no it, idea. Uh, it, it came <laughs> back that um, the State Department is saying that it was clearly for intelligence surveillance and inconsistent with the equipment on board weather balloons. So, yeah, Duh. Well, it was no a shit. spy balloon. Why the... 
the F didn't we shoot that thing down it's, when it was still in Canada? It's going to be a big debate. And I mean, come on. Yeah, it is a big political fight going on right now. They say the manufacturer of the balloon also has ties to the Chinese military. Shocking. Yeah, so yesterday the House passed a resolution condemning the balloon flight as a brazen violation of United States sovereignty. It's weird how it also conveniently went around a bunch of places that yeah. we have certain information they might want. Yeah. And yeah. it also flew over a bunch of state parks and areas where there were no people living. You could have shot that thing down. State park somebody like, didn't want to shoot it down. State parks, you may have yeah. people there. That that would be a, a valid excuse, well, I guess. Tell them to get the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of debate on that, and <laughs> it, it will be probably an issue that even you know if Biden does run again, that he'll be hammered on all the way through the election on how he handled that. Good, and because we'll, that is yeah. ridiculous. We don't let any enemy aircraft fly above us for a week. And let them collect data over where we keep, like, missiles and shit. Come on. So, you know, Jaybird, to your point, you're saying, okay, so why do we not talk more about uh, some of these UFO sightings that have happened? And and there are some that are absolutely crazy. And the only reason I think is because you look at this balloon that happened – we have a resolution and an explanation and an end date. It happened over the course of a week. At the end of it, you're starting to get answers. I think the big thing with the UFO stuff, they zip away and you don't get any answers and it's open-ended. So I understand why mm-hmm. UFOs are not brought into the education system. I get all that. I'm talking about we had military give a press conference back in that year. It yeah. was a news story. There yeah. was things that were over our capital. People reported on that. Yeah. That was an event. Why? Nobody fucking knows that story. And that is a big story. They never knew what those things were. And if they did, they never told us. I think they talk about it a little bit more than they ever have. And the government is more forthcoming than they have ever been. And so it's starting to get to that point. But I think as far as the American appetite for it, for the general public, like Virginia doesn't give a shit about aliens. And I I think at the end of it, it's just because all these things come up is open-ended. There's never a resolution. Uh, It's kind of like a movie that just ends 10 minutes with it left and you don't get that conclusion. But you don't, as a human being, you don't think that is bizarre as shit. That there were UFOs over our capital and they don't know what they were and they came back within a week. One weekend, then they came back. I do, but I, like Kevin said, I want answers. I'm tired yeah. of this cocktease information right. where you don't give me anything. You always just tell me, oh, yep, they're out there, but we don't have any. You have a yeah. case of alien blue tits. Yes. March yeah. one of these little fuckers in here. And it's almost like I think there's just fatigue on it. Yes. Where people have just heard like, okay, great. Well, you know what? Why don't you let me know when you actually find out what the hell it is and right. we can get some resolution here. And I, I think that's... That's what's happening with the general public's feel on a lot of these UFO sightings. Again, my question was only about that one incident because it was a historic event. That's why I just don't get why that's not talked about. I get why. they. I get it. You're, y'all burned on UFOs. In fact, motherfuckers, I'm going to shut up right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't read the comments, boo. You do oh, you. I'm mm-hmm. not reading the comments. I can sense it. <laughs> Carmen Cena said, I don't know about that statement, Kevin. The government is more forthcoming with info. They actually are. I, I will back that up. They have come out with a lot of uh, information, more forthcoming than they ever had been before. But can I – the reason why 
she has said that mm-hmm. is they want to give you a little nugget. Oh, to just shut the people up like myself. Yeah. Okay. But they, they never even would do that before. They, but they, they had to do it now because it mm-hmm. leaked out there. People yeah. were starting to talk. But they you admit they have. Yeah, but I don't think I think they would lie. To, I think they are lying to us. I think they would not be forthcoming with everything that they have. In fact, just oh, I don't, us, I'm not saying they're giving everything, and I don't think they ever will. But I think they're giving more than they did. Is all I'm saying. Which isn't much, Virginia. Yeah, but it's still more than what it was. It's still more than I want. <laughs> it's well, a lot, and, and I think I honestly, after this Chinese spy <laughs> balloon. I'm not confident that we know what the fuck is going Thank on with anything. You. If we can't figure out a damn balloon. We can't shoot a balloon out of the sky. Yeah, I, I, We're I, stupid. Aliens are a little bit more advanced than the Chinese. So. <laughs> aliens are laughing at <laughs> us. We're so dumb. Yeah, we, we can't even. We, we don't know. I, I don't think the government knows. I mean, I think you're giving them the benefit that they know what the hell is going on. I don't think they have any idea. I don't know that they're lying. I don't think they know. If they don't know what the damn balloon's all about. A week later, they definitely ain't going to get an alien. I'm so glad all of our taxes go to pay all their salaries because they're fucking dizzy. We would not, as a species, be able to handle UFOs and aliens. Look, no. If we had an independent situation where yeah. there's something hovering over New York or anywhere on the planet, we are no. not going to handle it well. No, it, w- it, would be, it would be a nightmare. We lost our shit for toilet paper. <laughs> I know, right? We lost our shit for the thing that cleans our shit. People were hoarding toilet paper. They didn't even need it. They were freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, and it is true. I think that's why it is the way it is. All right, y'all. We'll have a great Super Bowl weekend. You got a chance to see a bird and the weird and whatever. And if you didn't get enough alien talk, all you can handle with bird. <laughs> we'll be at all over social media all over the weekend, making sure yeah. and reminding the good people. And at least if you go to listen to the alien talk, you'll be able to look at Ryan Beckett's cute face two o'clock at the Blue Anchor tomorrow. Can we put a hose in here so we can just hose her down anytime, Mama? I mean, all- I would listen to Ryan Beckett talk about math. Oh, well, you know what? Actually, I'd like to see that video. I don't think he would want you in the room. (laughs) Whatever. He loves me. (laughs) All right, y'all. Have a great week. I will see you back here on Monday. Goodbye.